The following message is being transmitted at the request of the Boundless Pod Trap Movie Review and the guys of the BPT. What you are about to hear contains spoilers to movies. If you don't want to hear these spoilers, please disengage your listening device at this time. If you can't handle those with a possible differing view on a movie, you may also want to disengage your listening device at this time. Stay tuned for a movie review that only the guys at the Boundless Pod Trap can give you. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you make the loudest intro in the history of the Boundless Podrap. Was it that loud? I, I was trying to be. Oh. I think you cut your mic off. Yeah, I don't think you oh, did. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn. When you try to do things that's uh, out of line, I try to. <laughs> it was just okay. weird because I could hear myself, which was yeah. weird. Anyways, he was I opening a bag of holes. <laughs> I would have edited it out anyway, so. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> anyway, welcome yeah, to the Boundless Pod Draft Movie Review Podcast. I am your host tonight. I am Lonnie. We are not under the weather. The germ is not here. I oh. Get it? Oh. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Wow. That, that <laughs> Took a minute. It's been a long week. Uh, Jeremy's not with us tonight. Sorry, I was a little away from the So it's just going to be the three of us, me, Justin, and John. I'm here this time. <laughs> Thank you for... <laughs> Blessing us with your presence. I try. <laughs> did you have a, a cookie? I know you did. Did you have a cookie? I haven't I had any cookies yet. No, no. You taste the cocaine. You can taste the cocaine. <laughs> the semen holds it together. It is. I what, tried. What kind uh, of cookies are they? I haven't um, had any yet. So they are caramel apple cinnamon sugar cookies with pie filling on the top. There's also ones without the pie filling on top. If you that's same. Wow, sounds like a mess. My mom used to uh, make yes, cookies. Yes, they are a little moist back in the day, bit, but they're good. They're Did your good. mom ever let you lick the batter, the beaters? Yes. No. When you're batter. The, yeah, what? The beat, the beaters. Yes. When they make cookies and stuff. I mean, like that's that what I did that. when I made brownies. I was always, I was always told that would give you worms. Hey, it's like, thanks, mom, but can you at least turn it off, please? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he's setting up a joke. But I wouldn't let it happen. <laughs> it's like, well, uh, I'm gonna get there. <laughs> And then try, try to shoehorn it in there. Uh, well, tonight we're doing something we've never done on the Boundless Pod Trap movie review. We're going to review it. an anthology movie. <laughs> I feel like we I... might as well have. Why every time Jeremy's not here, we cover a movie that, you know. Yeah. We, we, we should cover good movies. Yeah. We do well, I mean, cover. Not Nice Guys was good. Nice Guys was good. This movie's not bad. Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll get into it. Yeah, I, that's an, that's somebody's opinion. I'm assuming. Just, uh, anyway, I can tell you this is the best performance by a cat I've ever seen. Fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> well, well, a few cats. Obviously, I'm you've never sure, seen James Corden as a cat. I'm pretty sure I'm one saying. of these cats got no, killed. I haven't, and I won't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, without any further ado, we are covering 1985's Cat's Eye. Stephen King anthology movie starring Drew Barrymore, James Wood, Alan King, Candy Clark, Robert Hayes, James Naughton, Russell Horton, a whole bunch of other people you've never heard never of. Never in your life, but you recognize. But like, yeah, oh, that guy. Like, that, I know that guy. The guy from Airplane. You know, that guy, the ooh, piece of candy guy. The uh, asshole from Independence Day. Yeah. He's in there. 
bunch of people you didn't know you knew, but then you're like, oh, I know that guy. And then you remember why you didn't know them. Because <laughs> they're that guy. Yeah. And then Drew Barrymore. And then Drew Barrymore. And James Woods. Yeah. A lot of people give James Woods crap because of his political views. I do too. I but think it's because of his acting. I think Some it's of his acting is on par. Guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't like Ooh, John Carpenter's Vampires? I do like that one. Well, you guys aren't really big on Vampires. Hold on, let me see. What do I like of James Woods here? Go I was confused. Wasn't he in Quantum, Quantum Leap? Nope, he was not in Quantum <laughs> Leap. Quantum wasn't he in... Fuck, what was that other one? Uh, he was uh, in a TV show, wasn't he? Uh, fuck, yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah. His best performance is Hades and Hercules, so I don't... Oh, yes. Like... And that's because he's just voice acting. But oh man, let me. He does a lot of voice acting lately. I've seen. He does Lex Luthor in some of these uh, Justice League shorts. It looks like. Huh. Interesting. He did a lot of the Kingdom Hearts games. Wow. <laughs> We're all just like amazed by James Woods. <laughs> wow. Here. Maybe he doesn't do, suck right? as maybe, bad. Yeah. As yeah maybe he's not as bad as we thought he was. But then you keep looking. You're like, that and was then yeah, and then you start going down to 2004. Well, uh, <laughs> he's in Video Drone. Video Drone, Video Drone, Grand Theft Auto. It's also a really good band, Video Drone. John Q. He was pretty good in John Q. I, I'll give him that. Anyway, yeah, we're not worrying about. We that. just got derailed. We're What's worried about, about? 1985's Cat's Eye. Any given Sunday. Any, do, I, do I have to do that again? No, you okay. don't have. You don't have to do that again. <laughs> a stray cat is linked to elements happening in three different tales of suspense and horror involving a smoking clinic. Of shady means, and then involving a gambling scheme, and then involving a parent's worst nightmare that was half IMDb, half me pulling shit out of my ass. Um, I like it. Guys, we're going to not, we're going to break the mold a little bit tonight. We're not only going to do one rating for the whole entire movie itself. We're going to actually break it down and do four separate ratings, the main movie, and then we're going to give each of the segments themselves a rating as well. But the only one we're going to count for the show is going to be the whole movie rating. The other ones are just for my simple pleasure because I'm curious. I know which one probably is going to have the highest rating. I'm just kind of the morbid curiosity to see what you guys think as well. But let's go around the horn and see what our our thoughts are first. John, I'm pretty sure I got I'm knowing what what Rangers is going to be in, but I still want to hear it. I don't know. So Quitters Inc. I had no, I just finished we'll, this. We'll do way. that okay. when we'll, we'll go segment by segment, but right. we'll just go with the all around view right now first. So I literally like just finished it because I had some technical Bain. difficulties. Masturbating's so I, not I, a technical. No, I masturbated before I started okay, this time. Good. Okay. So just in case. But I down or I rented the movie off of Voodoo and I, I hit play and it was weird to me. And I'm like, I didn't notice until three minutes into the movie. But that's three minutes of the movie time. I was going at half speed somehow. <laughs> so everybody's talking like this. And I was like, is this what this movie is? And then like, that's so then a- I spent over an hour trying to fix it and finally just watched it on my smaller TV because it worked. And then I like reset literally everything on my big TV and it finally worked. That's Voodoo's that, but- uh, default settings. Is <laughs> <laughs> No, I thought it was just the movie. And then I went to like an episode of The Office and it was like, it was like, what is happening to my voodoo right now? I was like, I share it with too many people. So I was like, somebody fucked with the settings. But anyway, so it's still pretty fresh in my mind. I will. You don't want to get into the segments first or no, we'll, just we'll, overall? we'll just do an overall. We'll, okay. we'll go segment by segment. So like I said, best acting by a cat ever. I didn't know what to expect. I looked up nothing about this. I've never even heard about this movie before. Um, I didn't even look at reviews, a synopsis, nothing. I wanted to go in blind. 
and I was very confused. And then I enjoyed it for a while. And I was telling somebody, I was like, I don't know if I hate this movie and I don't know if I like this movie. And I told you before, I feel like this is the definition of the middle of the road movie. So I feel that I'm going to give it a rating of actually, I just did the segment thing and did the math. I'm actually going to give it a six. Nice. Nice. So it's a little better than mediocre. Much higher than I expected. From what I walked into you watching the movie. And we'll get into the segment. some of the comments I was hearing come out of your mouth. He was offended. But that doesn't mean I wasn't entertained. That's true. That's true. Justin. Uh, Okay. So I did know about this movie. I did watch it growing up. I do primarily only remember, I mean, I I remember both of the earlier stories, but the last story is the one that always stuck in my mind because it's kind of more fantasy where the other ones are more of like a a real life, something that probably could have happened. Right. But – um, for those who don't believe in trolls or do believe in trolls, trolls are the real. last one is kind of pretty much about a troll. But the whole movie itself, I mean. Which it's, really threw me off after the first two. It's <laughs> it's titled Cat's Eye. Did you give the IMDb? He did have IMDb have it and halved himself. A stray cat is Lincoln element of three tales of suspense yeah. and horror. Yeah. So Where I kind you? of. <laughs> in the beginning my, of the podcast. I, man, I'm just, you know, waking up. I mean, we'll give him some slack. He's I took on the a technical side, making sure our voices sound good. And yeah. Shit. I took a cat nap. Okay, that's two. All right. The third one, and you're out of this fucking place. <laughs> so I would say. Bonnie, you know how to run that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Probably better than he does. I won't fucking touch anything. All right. My, my definition of this movie is. This movie is pretty much about a cat who keeps getting held up to find this little girl who is going to be attacked by a clumsy troll by stealing her breath. The cat encounters some fuckers who keep trying to trap it for experiments so others can stop smoking and also gets involved with some gambler and tennis player with a boner for his wife and dips out only to be caught and thrown in jail to bust out and kill this damn troll. It seems to have a psychic powers like Dr. Sleep Rose the Hat where she can sense the location of people with the shining. It's not known if the girl Amanda is a shiner. But the cat hitches rides on boats, trains, cars, trucks, and on paw just to find this girl and later finds his forever home. So it's, it's about the really cat's journey. at the end there. Yeah. Licking the lips. So uh, <laughs> if I – oh, yeah. And that, 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 that was Icky's. Yeah, that's the last part. I'm like, you just got done polishing off a fish, and then you're going to go upstairs. Yeah, that's and- what I was like. That would be the worst <laughs> fucking smell I've yeah, ever I'm like, the, And she's all smiling and like, ah. Oh. Whatever. Oh, it's Bridget. Or what's it called? Pre- General. But General, that's it. I, I did like this movie. I did like a lot of the things that Stephen King was trying to implement. Like this is the type of thing that I like to do when I make movies or when I try to write a story or something like that. There's a lot of throwbacks to so much, which we'll get into the when we get into the actual discussion okay. portion of this review. But I will give this a seven. Wow. Wow, boys. This is not what I expected. Did you want us to this hate is, on it? No, I just – it's – Do you want us to go again? No, I really don't. <laughs> I'm pleasantly surprised because this movie was – I didn't mention it. This was this movie was part of my childhood growing up. I can't say I loved this movie, but this was one of my first exposures to Stephen King was this movie growing up. Like Justin said, the first two when I was young really didn't mean much to me. But the last one with the troll is basically was nightmare fuel for me growing up. Now, once I got a little older – Quitters Link and the Ledge, I think, kind of stuck with me a little bit more. The acting in it, not so great. But the suspense of the first two, 
I think were good. Like even for Stephen King standards, they, I think they were good. These were his drinking days too, wasn't it? These were the drug and drinking yeah. and you could tell, you could really tell with some of the stuff. So in his cocaine fueled madness to come out with something like this with the cast that was in it, sure, some of the choices he made, which we'll get into per segment was kind of cringy. But once again, you got to think it was 1985 made by a cokehead. I was made in 1985 by a cokehead, too. <laughs> I probably was. <laughs> and we say some shit that's pretty care cringy. I'm going to ride with Justin. I, this is a seven to me. <laughs> <laughs> Fired I'd, from that job. I had to cycle back over. <laughs> IMDb has exactly 69 photos of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Without Jeremy's fact. rating, since he's not here to participate with it and give any input because he hates us on the holidays, we're just going to chalk that up to a hard seven. <laughs> All right. A BBT rating of seven. <laughs> so let's – segment break it down. So we'll break that's it – That's what I want to talk about. Yeah. So we'll, <laughs> we'll break down the segments a little bit. Beginning of the movie, we're introduced to General – even before he's he's named, we see him introduced, and we're we're treated to two kind of Stephen more, King. More than two. Well, at the beginning, we're treated yeah. to two Stephen King homages right off the bat. Yeah, so you got the cat. He's being chased by the St. Bernard, which is— yeah, which is a, a Cujo. Then you got after well, the cat and the dog Beethoven chase, reference. you got the cat invading the St. Bernard and jumps right into the trash can, which is also significant of Salem's Lot. I was going to say, you trash. missed a huge— well, Chris, Christine. Yeah, you yeah, missed Christine. Car. You missed the car. There's a, there's a couple nods to Salem's Lot in this. Not only the trash, the trash. can, you fucker. <laughs> I, I like Salem's Lot a lot. But yeah, a couple quick homages to it. And then we get into our first segment. Oh, before I guess we can go back to like the Christine because it also has the bumper sticker on it that says, I am pure evil. I am Christine. Yeah. The slight nods, like a tip of the cat that a tap. A tip of the cat, a tap, cat, a tap, tap, cat, cat, a tip of the, a tip of the, a tip of the cat, a tap, tap, cat, tap, 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 a tip of the, a tip of the cap that might have been a little too much tip forward, but uh, yeah, neat little homages, but we get through that little, little introduction to general and we get into our first segment, which is Quitters Incorporated. So Dick Morrison. Dick Morrison. He's got a smoking habit. He does. He has a wife and he has a young so daughter. Does everybody he's around apparently too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like didn't know they had smoking parties. Yeah. Yeah. yeah smoking and, and leisure party. But daughter played by Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore as well. She's with the cat and Drew Barrymore and the police are what ties this whole thing together. Yeah. So there's the police song is in two of the shorts and then one of them is trying to evade the police by not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll give our reviews of this one at the end of it. So Smokers Incorporated starring James Woods goes to Quitters Incorporated to stop smoking. They have some pretty incredible means to make you stop smoking. Eh, boys? Yeah, that's a little. Intense. It's a little. Yeah. I think. I mean, like, is it necessary to rape your wife or whatever they said. That, that's they got the, a guy that's for that. the third offense. Yeah, I mean, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, they'll, they'll cut off. I mean, a lot of that is pretty much assaulting the people, primarily your wife. I'm pretty sure the first, wife got electrocuted. She got her finger. No. First one's the wife. Second offense is the daughter. Third offense is the wife getting raped. Fourth offense, you're not savable and you're revealed the gun. 
Hmm. Not implied, but you know. So you're following James Woods as he's struggling to not smoke. I like how he sits down and he pulls out a cigarette in the waiting room while he's filling out yeah. his application. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then they also have like positive smoking posters in the back too. There's yeah. things that are trying to tell you to quit and there's other ones that are saying like, oh, it's fashionable. It's Yeah, they want, the word? They want you to fail. It's debonair, oh, which means shit. confident, stylish. So James Wood goes in Thanks to meet. our audience would not know that word. <laughs> <laughs> so James Wood goes into the, the office of Dr. Vincent, which is played by Alan King, to discuss what's going to happen. I think he did a good job. Uh, yeah, Alan King was great yeah. in this role. He locks the door, tells Dick Morrison what's going to happen, what we just discussed, all the things that's going to happen. Kind of laughable when he destroys the pack yeah, of cigarettes. Yeah, he cuts open his cigarettes. And <laughs> that's that's what I do with cigarettes. I was like, that's exactly what I'm I like, do. Is your little episode over? Right? Come on. <laughs> right? But then he pushes a button and locks the door. It gets pretty intense. And so that's think, when you know he means business, when that fucking key remote locks the door. James Woods up to this point, and even further after, I feel like the irritability, like he, he does kind of show a lot of it. Like his eyes kind of express a lot for like somebody who's going through withdrawal and all that. Like, I think he did a really good job. I don't know if that was just James Woods though. I think I, that he is was probably, probably coming Woods. off I really think that is just James Woods. Maybe he <laughs> is, you know, he's casted for the right part. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I mean, it doesn't deter the performance at all. <laughs> I don't even know if he was casted for this role or if that was he just, just showed up that following day. him around <laughs> with a camera. It's like, oh, you were in video drone. Let's, let's put you in this. No. Right. Spill my fucking drink. <laughs> so he uh, goes home, sleeps in bed, wakes up in the middle of the night. Has that canker in first before thing, we right? before we leave the quitters inc. I mean, we show that oh yeah the cat, the cat is a torture patient. The cat is a torture patient. Yeah, they uh, they show General locked in the room. He's got nine lives. He's all good. <laughs> yeah, anymore. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> as he's sitting in the lobby, filling out his paperwork with the cigarette in his mouth, there's a poor man in there just so- sobbing. His wife comes out after the quote unquote treatment. Right. And they're having a little spat, and it's not necessarily explained up until this part. But she is the one who was getting tortured. And the guy in the lobby room is saying that he has an issue. He's been trying to uh, to quit smoking, but it seems as though he um, he's failing. Yeah, he's slipped a few times. He has a little yeah. problem. Yeah, but anyway, so James Wood goes home. You get to see his reaction, his family life a little bit with his beautiful wife. His wife is very beautiful in this movie. Um, don't know her name. No IMDb credits for her, Virginia. Virginia. We're just gonna call her that. Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> Virginia or Cindy. One yes, of the Virginia. Two. There is a Santa Claus. Sally Ann. Or sorry, no. That's the other one. Yeah. But Pepper three, three o'clock comes rolling around and that the nicotine kicks in. Just got to have a smoke. He's got a feeling. He's got that kick. So he goes downstairs and finds a smoke, puts it in his mouth and all hell starts breaking loose. He starts getting the heebie-jeebies. He was like, I didn't, I didn't smoke it. Yeah, opens up the closet door and sees a pair of boots with the water there on the ground. The wet boots. Yeah, yeah, he's like, I'm just coming down here to get the golf clubs <laughs> yeah. at three seventeen in the morning. What do you need golf clubs at three seventeen? Hey, when the when the itch kicks, you gotta be gotta be at that tea time. Number three one seven is a angel number for inner strength and willpower. No, it's not intercourse. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Is it? Sometimes it is, yeah. <laughs> it's, no. It's it can not. be no. bullshit for anything, so. <laughs> it can be bullshit for anything. Yeah. 317 was the time and golf. Stephen King woke up. And golf is the closest <laughs> game to the game we call life. You get bad breaks from good shots and you get good breaks from bad shots. Yeah. But you have to play the ball where it lies. And it's all about putting your balls in a hole. That is true. Yeah. Do you think James skips the irons and only uses the woods? Oh. Hold on. 
There you go. Thank you. <laughs> you got to catch up, Lonnie. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, next scene, James Woods taking... Uh, Some uh, dude's pissing in his closet, and he's like... <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm out. I'm uh, I didn't smoke it. I didn't smoke it. Breaks it, drops it on the floor. He wakes up in the morning, comes back, sees the cigarette on the floor. He's pissed off. Somebody broke a cigarette on his floor. Remembers it was him. Then sees dirty footprints going out. He saw that after he got the paper, though, didn't he? Didn't he go out and see the guy, like, jogging back and forth? Yeah, yeah, the guy in his fucking penny loafers running. Like, what are you doing? I don't know what was more awkward, the fat guy running or the fat guy running in his moccasins. All of it. It's just just the whole thing. Shouldn't be happening. But it was the 80s, so. That night, too. This was one of the more cheesier parts, too. It's like, John and I was talking about how, like, when people wake up, they don't. Yeah, kind of they act, like, act groggy like they're groggy. Yeah. Like they just wake up and they're like, whoa, I'm fully alert. alert. And I, I would imagine this guy has kind of been like laying in bed, just like, oh, you know. Oh. But <laughs> when he comes down, when wacky inflatable flailing arm into me, <laughs> uh, he comes down and like, you know, the mirror is on that wall. Like you walk by it <laughs> every fucking, fucking house, day. Yeah. Why is why in like these sorts of movies where the mirror scares themselves? There's nobody behind you. <laughs> and nobody woke up. His yeah, wife didn't wake right? up. Wife, right? Happened. She probably drugged herself to sleep. Right. She has to. Anyway, so anyway. next scene, you see him going to school, the Xavier School for the Gifted. <laughs> <laughs> it's the the Saint Stephen School. It's supposed to be for Stephen King. <laughs> Get that on. was an exceptional <laughs> Easter egg. <laughs> that is a, that is another Easter egg. Uh, that is a Salem's Lot Easter egg. <laughs> well, it's Stephen King too, but yeah. Oh man! But uh, he goes to see his daughter, played by Drew Barrymore, who is I would say worse off than than fucking Ben Stiller in Tropic Thunder. You're saying she went full? <laughs> oh no! What are you saying? I don't even know. No. It was it was bad. Uh, it's not that sort of gifted. It's not. Yes, it was. Was that, it? It was way implied. Yeah. That's what they were. All the other kids looked like they were <laughs> so cool. I, I still like to pretend. I'm going to pretend they were mutants. <laughs> That's way more. <laughs> Schnickety snacks. But. Uh, Something smells like sulfur. Why he's there and he drops her back oh, no. off. Dr. Vinny's there. Vinny Donati. And he's there trying to tell him I wasn't smoking. And he's like, oh. But if we, if you were smoking, we'd be having this conversation at the office. Yeah, I like. We his, always got eyes on you. I like his threats. You know, it's like it's those kind of like it's very Italian of him. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh man, it'd be shame if something happened to your wife. Yeah. I'm just saying. It would be Are those? Is that your car down there? It'd just be a shame if something happened to your car. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but then he's like, yeah, I'm gonna be watching you. And then the song. Yeah. Always be watching you. Yeah. And then we get a midget smoking the next scene. <laughs> got those. Yeah. And then they go to the smoking party. Yeah. With, with, that's where some of the visuals get entertaining. Yeah. That's like where the, that's where the, the painting on the wall with the eyes. Oh, yeah. The co- yeah. The, the Stephen King cocaine fit. Yeah. Yep, kicks yep, in. I exactly. did like this. This with, was very, yeah. You know, salt shaker full of cocaine. With, yeah. When James uh, Redhorn. I don't, that the fucking guy. I don't know why. Just something about that guy. It reminds me of like a what's his name, Martin Short on every type of drug imaginable. The the friend, yeah, poking at him like yeah. he's got the cigarette in his hand and he's just poking at him. It's like you are about to get your ass kicked. Like <laughs> that's the asshole from Independence Day that I was talking about. It's jamming up your ass. What? Yeah, why is why is that funny? 
Yeah, well, like, what? yeah I know that was that joke was fucking terrible. But yet during that whole sequence where he's looking around at everybody smoking and he gets down on the two children, right. like the seven year old smoking, that one kid really looked like he knew what the fuck he was doing. I'm pretty sure. I feel like this scene alone has probably caused somebody cancer in that scene on set. <laughs> oh, like he least. was really, really. It's probably the painting because he was having it come out of his nose and shit. Right. So yeah, he sees his Dick Morrison, he sees his wife laughing at somebody else, like puffing a huge smoke cloud, just pop, pop. Well, that pop. was like a volcano. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> That's like some vapors nowadays. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And then the- Michael s- Samuelson. <laughs> the hokey <laughs> smoke coming out of the ears Sorry, thing. The Trump. <laughs> Have a smoke. Uh, it is cartoonish, honestly. Yeah. It's a, a memorable scene, I guess, with the fuzzy or the uh, wavy overlay. Wacky inflatable, too? No. But that's when we're, we're introduced to Dr. Vinny as Elvis singing the police's I'll Be Watching You. I guess I want to say because they couldn't get the rights to it, both times that it was played was it was a cover covers, song. Yeah. yeah. That's actually in the trivia. I was going to share that, but thanks for stealing my thunder. Uh, fucker. You're welcome. Bitch. Bitch. <laughs> But that quickly cuts away to uh, him, him on driving the- on the bridge. Mm-hmm. You know, after that much trauma, stuck in why traffic. not be stuck in traffic, right? right. But it's life handing you know, lemons. We're driving, we're driving, get stuck in traffic. Fucking tape deck eats our tape. So, motherfucker. Motherfucker, right? Motherfucker. Fucking 80s. Did you always carry a, a pencil with you when, when you first got your first car with a tape deck? Did you ever have a tape deck? I should probably ask that question first. Uh, yes. I, but I only used it to put the thing in that had, like, the cord to hook up the aux. Right. Uh, like, I never used it yeah. as a tape. I want to say, like, all five of my Michael Jackson tapes got Eaten. ate the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, God damn it. God, God. Justin did some plow into those Michael Jackson tapes oh, when he was 12. Like, you, you. In his room. Kind of. By himself. That was Bush. <laughs> I lost it to Bush. Bush. Yeah, <laughs> their new album's pretty good. Bush. Yeah, they and played some of their stuff when we could. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the, so he's in this car. He's looking around in his glove box, everything, and then he finds like a hidden pack of cigarettes. I totally forgot about this whole scene, but when the guy comes up making out with the the dude making out with the Cadillac next to him, I'm like, that's the dude who fucking nabbed the cat in the beginning, like, right? Yeah. Obviously, yeah. His name is Junk. That's Junk making out with the chicks making out with Junk. I'm he assuming that was probably like somebody's Katie wife. Manifo. But uh, yeah, he also, sneaks nobody... down in his, in his car, takes a couple puffs of a cigarette right up to see junk staring in his window. Got him. Got him. <laughs> but he, yeah, and that, he enjoyed that way too much. You just saw it on his face. Yes, I was. grin in his head. That would taste off. terrible. After not smoking for as long as he did. Oh yeah, probably. That first puff, like- I don't I don't smoke and I never have, but I assume that would just be god awful. I think those were the same kids that was in the back when he's pulled up that the they're waiting for oh, the bridge yeah, to go through. The I think those were the fight. same kids that two, were uh, two kids smoking in the yeah. earlier scene. They probably weren't. I don't know. They, right. From what I recall, I think they were the same. But like nobody wears seatbelts. Junk and his chick over there ain't working the seatbelts. He actually pops I mean, I his, hide, his head out of the car like all the way <laughs> to look at the roof because yeah. there's you know sound equipment on the roof but flies home to see that that uh linda isn't home uh-oh and there was a pan of what was that i don't know cooking. i don't know something <laughs> but yeah it was burning he pulls the pan off 
right as he pulls the pan off, the phone rings and it's Dr. Vinny saying. That's my favorite part of his character is this whole conversation. So like, I'll see you at five then. I'll see you at five. <laughs> Very I'll matter of fact. Like, yeah, he was just totally like shit eating. Like, fuck you. I got your wife, bitch. I'll see you at five. Yeah, it shows up. My favorite part of shows up at five o'clock to see his wife in the in the shock cage. And, is it a cage or is it more like a? It's more like I mean, it's, it's, it's like, like a graded I, bottom. It's like an ISO booth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like a sound booth. <laughs> yeah, and he he's going crazy. He's hitting it with tables and trying to fight junk and. Yeah. What, what, what was his game plan there? Like, I don't know. I whether break the glass and try to get her out that way, but right, I don't. Yeah. She she suffers the pain. She gets shocked and bring the pain. He, I like uh, when they they got the cat in that room and it's not a cat. It falls down and chases out the door and junk's like, oh, Philly sticks, <laughs> <laughs> pushing hard on that PG thirteen rating. Then um, the ninety six tears song come on to cry, cry, cry. Mm-hmm. Kind of fucked up because the cat didn't really get the music when, right? When it was getting shocked, I'm like, shouldn't yeah, there be like, no, there was no music. Yeah, there was. It wasn't the cry, cry, cry song. It wasn't the cry, cry, cry song, but it got music. Theme. I want theme music when I'm getting tortured. I'm sure. Well, next time I'll give it to you. Don't threaten us with a good time. Um, but I feel like Junk is also the guy who's the twisted one and who does the raping too. They I could see that. I could see Junk yes, being that guy. A hundred percent. I feel like they only got one guy on payroll. Who's the other people around? <laughs> yeah. The little lady at the counter who I checks people in. I feel like she doesn't know what's up, though. She I feel like could. she's just she's like, just hey, just take a pilot the whole time. Yeah. She like, they could be a temp job. But Fair anyway, enough. so it sticks. That one time is all he needed. The wife getting shocked. Cut to an undetermined amount of time later. He's back with Dr. Vinny and they're checking his weight and he's letting him know. You're getting fat. You're getting fat. Yeah. <laughs> you can't gain more than eight pounds. Take these pills, but don't tell anybody. He's fatty. If you get over eight pounds, there'll be trouble. And he's like, what? Are you going to come at me with a flamethrower? He says, no, we'll just cut off your wife's pinky. That's and one they, of those other playful threats. Yeah. yeah. And they're just giggling, having a good time. But then like he's honest though. They're having, yeah. then it flashes another scene. They're having dinner around the table. And uh, they clink their glasses to clink. Quitters Incorporated, and they're all doing the like cult around the table to Quitters Incorporated, to Quitters Incorporated, and then you get to his buddy who introduced him to Quitters Incorporated, right? The one who dropped him off in the beginning scene. Yeah, and he's like to Quitters Incorporated, and then his wife kind of meekly goes to to Quitters Incorporated, and you see her hand, and she's missing, missing the, the finger, the pinky. Uh. Meaning he wasn't full of shit. He really cuts off pinkies for fat people. Boys, rating. I'll start it since this was, I ended the last one. I give this one a solid seven. I thought this one was pretty fun. <laughs> You're not go. prepared for that. Yeah. It's all right. There's some quietness you can edit out. And people won't know <laughs> until the, you edit this part out too. But I have to. <laughs> um... I thought personally there were some enjoyable moments in this, but I thought this was the weakest of the three. Absolutely. Myself, I actually only give this a three. Jeez. I did not hate it. I did think it was kind of it was Alan gave it a three, basically. I'm sorry, Lonnie. I didn't like the rest of it. But it was what it needed to be. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean like it was it was a simple story and it kind of gave you the heads up going into it, especially with like, like I said, uh, Mr. Donati, he's like extremely honest. He's going to tell you what's up. Like he said, when they took over, they were able to run these methods and it got results. So he's sticking with it. But my biggest thing with this is 
he was going to quit. Yeah, you know, like he was going to walk out. So he didn't even fill this. He didn't sign any paperwork, and they still tortured his wife and shit. Yeah, I'm like that's kind of. I think you have a case, man. <laughs> I, <laughs> it was not I'm case. just saying. <laughs> but no, I am going to give it a five. All right. So next one, the ledge. The ledge. The ledge. It's a man on the ledge. Has been soccer player Robert Hayes. Tennis player. Tennis. Tennis. Yeah. No, soccer of the the hands with the club. <laughs> oh, fair enough. <laughs> Johnny Norris. Speaking of that World Cup game was awesome today. Yeah. Fucking good for Neymar or whatever. No, fuck. Sorry, no, cut Messi. all this. Messi's Messi. a fucking Messi. loser. I hate that guy. I'm what? glad he finally Look, got He's a one. winner. Well, now he is. <laughs> that France guy, though, he carried his fucking team. I can't think of his name right now. Jesus. Basically. France, Jesus. Viva la France. Anyway, sorry. Anyways, I didn't mean to starting throw that over. Off. Johnny Norris, played by Robert Hayes, is a, is a has-been tennis player. Found himself in the wrong place at the wrong time by fucking... By choice, though. Kresner's wife, played by Kenneth McClellan. Tried to skip town, but just couldn't do it. But before we know any of that, we meet... We meet Kresner and another individual and his wife. Yes. This At is the where we're- casino that Kresner, right. I want to say, owns. Is it his? I don't know. We really we really aren't named that, but this is where we get the interaction with the general yes. into this story. And how the, uh, if you want to call it a weakness, or, or his winning thing is, is pretty much gambling. He's a- well, yeah, we're hardcore gambler. We're introduced to his character flaw, Kresner's character flaw. Yeah, general makes his way to Las Vegas, I'm assuming, or Atlantic City. It's really not said, but general makes his way down to the big city. He makes his way to a very populated area, and he's on the side of the road. And they make a bet: two thousand dollars. The cat's gonna either get hit by a car, or make it across the road, and the man and his wife get to do anything to get the cat to get ran over and. The other guy just has to sit and wait, and sure enough, we can't kill the cat in the second act of the movie that's about the cat trying to save the little girl, can we? So this is the transition. From Quitters Incorporated, the cat comes across a mannequin, and then the mannequin kind of speaks to the cat saying, come find me. So the cat gets pulled into this whole Quitters Inc. story, and is like, fuck this bullshit. This isn't, you know, and then he's making his way down. He's making his way out. Now he's getting caught up in the street right now. Cats living a hard lives. He's made hard for life. the street. We're down for eight. Yeah. We got eight lives now. So, and like that chick, the, I'm, I'm assuming it was the wife, like she wanted the cat to live and then there was like $2,000. She's like, yeah, kill the fucking cat. Yeah, it's just a Let's fucking do it. cat. I like how her, she's easily swayed over $2,000. Yeah. Mrs. Malik Toast. But uh, yeah, so General makes it across the street, thank goodness, because then the movie would have been over <laughs> to Kresner and he's like, my lucky cat's. And after the lucky cat, he goes home and we're introduced to our struggling tennis player who's trying to make a break for it with the lady. Very cheesy. Very cheesy. What do you say? Something like that? Like, not until you kiss me. Like, yeah, it was something stupid. Yeah. Hit Uh, yourself. (laughs) Right. Robert Hayes, if you didn't know, was one of the main actors in Airplane. Yes. Really one of the only roles I know him from. Wasn't he also in Video Drone too? Uh, whatever. Anyways, keep going. Uh, we had information to look that up. Yeah. <laughs> there was only a site I'm on. Um. Anyway. <laughs> it's literally in front of me. Yeah. He sends her away on a bus and he stays behind because he wants to do that last big score and make the money so they have life to live on. Well, in the process of him trying to get out of town, like every good movie, he gets caught by the cronies. 
with the cheesiest line ever. Pigs can't eat it. Yeah, that's... I didn't... Fucking dumb. Hey! (laughs) Pigs can't eat it. Hmm. That means shut up. He uses it like twice, doesn't he? He's like... Says it twice. I'm like, what are you doing? That's also the villain from Dumb and Dumber. Yes. Jeremy might recognize the ducky guy from... He was the mafia guy who kind of hit him over the head to kidnap him. He was also Angel Garotti in The Office. Oh. The, the I will send it back. If the salad is on top, I will send it back. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good episode. But uh, so he's brought to Mr. Kresner, who we soon find out that the woman he, who Johnny was with was Mr. Kresner's wife. Dun, dun, dun. Nothing. Which was kind of implied by that yeah. in the beginning when they were like, like they're behind me here. Did you fuck my wife? You fuck my wife? You fuck my wife? You fuck my wife? He did. He fine did. shit. It, it very looks like he fucked her wife. A lot. But you know, ass to mouth. I mean, like, look at her, look at him. I mean, she was only there for the money. Well, yeah. So, I mean, and he's yeah. going to go try to make a big <laughs> score. So, is she still there and for the money? He was the one being the big score. Yeah. yeah. In her vagina. Well, 15 love. In the end, she did get ahead. So. Tennis joke over here. Ha, I caught one. Tossed it back. <laughs> oh, you guys are tight now. <laughs> that's love. <laughs> oh, that's another tennis reference. <laughs> we oh. On a fucking it's roll. <laughs> anyway, so. Jeremy would, he's missing out. <laughs> he, he would love this. <laughs> It, so uh, they Mr. take they take him to Mr. Kresner Suites and they take his car underground and while they're taking it under they take heroin which I didn't know heroin came in Ziploc bags and they throw it in his tennis bag to it's set 80s man it came in everything to, just, <laughs> to set him up they're gonna call the police in ten minutes to say struggling tennis player has a knack for the sauce I, I found flaws in that plan though because like they right. could literally just test him and be like no he has none of this in his body. Well, like, no, that, with that well, he much could be junk, distributing. That much that's junk, true, that's yeah. true. He could be huh. distributing, but. but then again, I mean, depending, you're in Vegas. I don't think they really care about something like, what is was it, it a pound or so? I thought it was like New York. Uh, there's other, there's bigger problems. It might have been, I don't know. Well, they <laughs> I mean, are yeah, high New York's rising. got a lot of big problems. Yeah. But. yeah. but, so Mr. Krasner, like, he seems like a very swell guy. Like, he likes to gamble. <laughs> what about him? Seems like he's just well like gambling like part, you know, like me. But like he's very courteous. I'm not fucking his wife though. Like he's yeah. giving people. Oh, that's the thing. <laughs> you fuck my wife. It should go without saying that you shouldn't. You don't fuck another man's wife or husband or true. wife's wife. That's true. I mean, just look at the all the murder stats and stuff. Like most times, every time somebody is murdered, it's look usually looking back to like the husband or the wife or something like that. It's like, did you poison your husband or did you kill your wife? It's like, yeah, they were stepping out and. It's like the Husker coach who just choked his wife. Yeah. Well, that's. He was a cheating hoe. It's good to have a hobby, but. Oh, shit. Not somebody. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> that was the only time the Huskers were good when we could choke our wives and do drugs. Oh, yeah. It's true. True. <laughs> that wasn't a joke. That oh, was factual. That's actual facts. That's why I confirmed. <laughs> what do you think the 90s were for the Huskers? <laughs> right? Recruiting thugs who do beatings and. Co- but I'm. Yeah, who's gonna who's gonna want to tackle a running back who has six inch blade in his pocket and eight ounces of coke in his body? <laughs> I guess onto like Cressner's stuff. I mean, like, why would you give Thanks somebody for transitioning adult? 
Why would you give somebody a reason or be that trigger to for somebody else to snap on you? It's like that. You're kind of doing it to yourself at this point. I mean, can I be? Can I not be PC for a minute? Do it for someone who has as much money as Kresner had. Eh, she was a six at best. Oh yeah, she wasn't though. Yeah, but if they it was his wife, but that they get good, divorced, though. and he's more about the money. She's gonna get half of it. Not now. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, she <laughs> probably slipped, so fell down. Slipped and fell on that dude. Anyway, lost, so lost what, she head. tripped, fell, landed on his dick. So Johnny is toast. Johnny's up there. And what did they call the pigeons? Shit houses. Flying shit houses. <laughs> Flying shit houses. But Kresner has a deal for Johnny, being the betting man he is. Oh no! What's the deal? There's a five-inch ledge surrounding the building. Wait, that's the name of the segment. The ledge. Oh, the ledge. <laughs> wowie, wowie, wowie. If Johnny can walk the duration of the building, not only can he keep the wife, he can go free and keep all the money. And the watch. And that the was, watch. That was another movie reference. What? The, what was it? Everything, the wife, the watch or something like that. It was like a 1980s movie titled the same thing. Oh, was it? And I think Hayes was in that. I want to say. Oh, Easter egg. We sure You're supposed to be Easter. that guy. Why are you asking us? Because yeah, I don't write stuff down sometimes. <laughs> I was on vacation. I was lost. Slacking is what I'm hearing. I got mm-hmm. lost in the world. I I'm, I'm hearing I don't make my full check this episode. Oh. I, anyway, so he's hesitant, but he climbs down on the ledge where Kresner starts being a dickhead. Starts slapping him with his cape. I think it is. I don't know. Is it a scarf? Is it a cape? It's a scarf. I don't think a man like that's going to be running around with a cape. I don't know if I... If I was a millionaire, I'd have a cape. I'd have a fucking sweet cape. Well, you're not a millionaire and you still... That's true. Don't you have (laughs) common pictures of capes? (laughs) Shut up. They're grown-ass men. They're sporting capes. They're not just capes. Grown-ass man who can buy anything I want. (laughs) Okay. If I want to walk around in a Batman cave, I will. Do your thing. So he's walking around. (laughs) He's, (laughs) He's walking around the building. First thing, he tries to get in the window. Who's in that window? Dun, it's dun, Kresner. Dun. Well, it's not Kresner at first. It's uh It's a big is his henchman guy. Yeah. Ducky. Whatever. Yeah, Ducky. That's the name. Duck yeah. Duck Goose. It's Ducky. <laughs> so it's all Ducky in the window? It was Ducky in the window. And he's like, no. And Ducky's <laughs> just eating a sandwich. So how much for that ducky in the window? Yeah. The one with the waggly tail? That uh no, not. But Ducky's like, huh, uh, and the he next thing you know, Kreiser's, Kreiser's there with the horn. Yeah, the, on the <laughs> other window, he's like, oh, oh. I was highly entertained by all of this. <laughs> Same here. Going on. It, it was very, like, 60s Batman. I don't know why. It was just campy nonsense that kept happening over and over, and I loved it. Yeah. And then keeps going around. He, he somehow survives the, yeah, he gets the window section. Ledge. He, the wind kind of comes up. Yeah. There's a fucking pigeon. That's yeah, like, fucking, it's a fucking brutal shit house. Brutal ass pigeon. Why Packing out his angst. Making him bleed. Yeah, you need your angst for, for tennis matches and stuff. That's <laughs> plyometrics. We and got stuff. past yeah. the pigeon and we finally get to our first indent where we can take a break. And what do we do? We fucking boot that pigeon with all our it's might. Like, <laughs> yeah, I did like that. <laughs> it's just Everything's like a, going in and out of my headset, by the way. Uh, <laughs> a rush of like feathers about. and shit. We booted that pigeon yeah. fucking 50 yards. No, it's like, thing of feathers. 
But when we're sitting there trying to catch our breath, that fucking Kresner again comes down with a fire hose, which I don't know how it wasn't he even on full strength. <laughs> yeah, if it was, it would have blew his ass off the fucking roof too. Right. I feel like if he would have got that fire hose, it would have alarmed something. Usually they're locked right. by the fire. Right. Yeah. right. It was the eighties. True. A lot more mm. lax rules back then. It's probably his building too. Prop probably. probably. He's got the whole roof there. Because I mean he did have access roof. to roof. No roof. 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 That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but we persevere. We don't fall off. We keep going. Why do you say it like that? <laughs> roof. It's roof. It's not rough. Roof. Roof. Yeah. Roof. No. Roof. That's what I'm Movies. <laughs> Let's get back to this movie, okay, guys? <laughs> we make it. We keep going. We make it around the building. We're just about there. When we hear Kresner and some other dude talking, we kind of... We kind of see some foreboding, foreshadowing. Oh, let me go back. Before he climbs himself back up, so there's a um, a neon light or whatever. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. comes down. The T. Yeah, that yes. should have shocked him to death. Let's yes. be fair. <laughs> so it's like that comes down. Uh, I feel and, and the guy saw, Kresner saw this. Yeah. So it's like, why would you not consider this part in the bet coming up? Go, Go for it. Keep going. Okay, so yeah, there's neon lights. He's trying to get by, and he the T falls, and he's like, "Oh, gotta shimmy around this neon light that's somehow not electrocuting me." Even though every time he makes a move on it, it sparks. But you know, movie logic. We get around it, and we're going, and we're going, and we we see some foreboding, foreshadowing, and we get there. We're back to the balcony. We've made it, and uh, we get back to Kresner, and he's. Well, I'm not going to welch on my bet. You can have everything, including my wife. And he kicks a bag to her, and in the bag is his wife's head. Dun, dun, dun. Which I don't know what more you need, really. He didn't get the watch. Maybe the vagina. Uh, maybe the vagina. He's talking about of the girl. That's all you need oh. is the head. Ketchup. I thought we were... <laughs> he said the watch, too. So. But he's he does the typical 80s <laughs> scream. And then there's a fight for the gun, which he puts two in the back of the, the henchman. I like the clumsiness right before he pulls himself up. Johnny pulls himself up. He's like, yeah, when I say this, 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 then you come in. It's like, so you want me to just say this? No, say this, this, this. Or, or yeah. you know, so or what was the line? Oh, it doesn't matter. Anyways, it was stupid. It was but like, even even like, after. Good, good, Mr. Good, yeah. good, good, Mr. Norris. Yeah, I say good, Mr. Norris. No, no, you say good, good, Mr. Norris. Yeah, good, Mr. Norris. So even after that whole fight pursues, Johnny Norris ends up getting the upper hand on him. And then Mr. Kresner is still kind of, I like his, I guess it's <laughs> it's kind of taking a gamble as far as, because he likes women, he likes money. You know, nonchalantly opens up the looking penthouse. at a penthouse yes. magazine, which is kind of cool because it was the 1976 penthouse, which the that's where the the short story The Ledge was written in was published in. Right, right, so. very good, good catch. So you got that, but you can't fucking tell me about no. Jeez, fucking half ass. I was worried about the cat. The cat so, is the cat is actually up. You do have on to worry this, about the pussy. This floor at at this point as yeah. well. 
But when yeah, the door he kept telling the cat, he's like, have a sense of humor or whatever. And yeah. the cat's like, what the fuck am I doing <laughs> I'm here? Cat. I'm a goddamn cat. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea how the cat got there. Oh, no, no. Yeah, he, he took, took the a, cat he back. He took him yeah, upstairs because okay. it was yes. a lucky he, time. Yeah, when he, when he won, won the bet the in the very yeah. beginning of the alleged story, he took the cat up to him. But uh, once the door opened, General yeah. ditches shit. That's too Fuck much it. Too much for his ass. He's out. Yeah, right Screw you guys. No alibis. He's fucking out. Yep. But I didn't see shit. <laughs> Fuck you, I'm out. Too vicious for a black cat like me. I'm not into any of this. So he's out. Next thing you know, Kresner's on his knees. I'll give you I'll give you ten thousand. I'll give you fifty. I'll give you five hundred thousand. A million. Two what? million. Two million. As he's nonchalantly looking, looking through the ads of a pet house. Not even the good shit. Yeah. He was just checking it out. That's all. Yeah. He, he appreciates women. Yeah. I don't know if he respects them, but that's a... He appreciates the female form. Yes. Which is honorable. Honorable. And he, and he, uh, he says, I've got a proposition for you. Next thing you know, Kresner's on the ledge. You got to walk the mile. Got to walk it. Makes him do the same thing he did. Takes a pot shot at him while he's on the ledge. And he's like, the next one will be much closer. See, I don't see why he would have uh, took that bet, though. Because, like I said, going back, that last it, part fell down. And... I highly doubt his fat ass is going to be able to pull himself up. I don't think he was really got the option because he was still trying to offer him money. It's like, you know, you're going to be dead, right? Right. Just go over, man. Yeah. Well, he's making his route around and then he makes his ride around the corner. And guess who we see again? General. Fucking fucking pigeon. 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 The one we shot in pieces. Flying shithouse back to save the day. Pecks him in the ankle and he goes to kick him what happens? Kresner goes for a slide. Honka, honka. Lands on the, the horn. Yeah, he gets a horn up his ass. Yeah. Hey, what happened? <laughs> you got a horn up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the end of the ledge. John, what'd you think? That was my, that was, was, I give it an eight because that was my favorite segment. Yeah. It was just very entertaining throughout the whole time. I really enjoyed his character. Like I said, it felt very campy, like a like a '60s Batman kind of vibes to it, especially when he's falling and oh the yeah, horn, the CGI, uh, yeah, yeah, and the yeah. horns coming at you and stuff like that. And I don't know why, but my favorite part of that segment is when he runs into the room and he runs across the waterbed. I oh, don't yeah. know why it was super entertaining to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, did said, you guys ever have? I a watched waterbed? this at three yeah. in the morning. Yeah, and it that I don't know. It was fun. I enjoyed this segment a lot, so I gave it an eight. Like I said. This one really pingy. I don't know if we're doing the pingies. I gave it an eight. There it is. <laughs> this one really had more humor than yes, the other yes. ones. So like that with the combination, I thought this one was so much more suspenseful than the other ones yeah. as well. So it really had. I that, was like, "What's gonna happen now?" Really what had, is, is, I did not see the fire hose thing coming. Either. No, it had that good fine line of like yeah. this one was very well made, and and I like the acting in it. Yeah, this yeah. was my favorite one out of the three as well. I I'd give it an eight as well. Yeah. I would give it a 7.5, primarily due to there was it was one of my favorite ones out of the three. Definitely better than Quitters Inc. Yeah. There was a little bit of that schlockiness. I didn't really care for the CGI. I know that probably would have took five points off for Jeremy, but you know. It's the eighties. I yes. know we've had good CGI in the eighties, but yeah. right. I but we, you do we, have we to the story. About that yeah, the story we, is for thick. the time. Yeah. So you kind of have to take it for what it is. You have to rate it for its time, or at least you should. 
Right. I mean, you're like, not going off of just you're, you're not going to see Avatar and be like, this was shit. There's after still, seeing this. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> still a biasness because it's your perspective or observation of the, the film itself. But it's like consider the the properties that they had, the factors that they were able to use. But yeah, 7.5 for myself, 8 and 8. That's our higher one. Nice. Nice. Troll breath. I don't know what we're calling the last one. What was the last one? Uh, <laughs> troll troll breath. <laughs> okay. I don't really did it have a I name. Had I just had but that in the morning. The troll. It might just be the troll. Whatever. So the general, the cat. Oh, with the general much, and safe song time. He pretty much hops a train, gets on a boat, planes, like, trains, and automobiles. Yeah. He jumps out of a truck on this one. Oh, it's called the general. It's just this segment's called the general. All right. Yeah, this is where he actually gets named. This is where we, we get mm-hmm. to learn the mm-hmm. identity of our amnesia so patient, yeah, the general. Maybe that train also might have been a loose connection to Stand By Me. Also, real quick. Stand By Me didn't Quitter come out until like don't, – Don't do that. <laughs> he was foreshadowing something that might Oh, so okay. my bad. <laughs> yes. Real quick, Quitters, Inc., New York City, uh, the ledge, Atlantic City, and this the, the general is in North Carolina. So the general – He's a lot he faster than He put in some miles. Yeah, How far did Lucky miles. the dog go? <laughs> what? Remember Lucky the dog? Who the fuck is Lucky, Lucky the, dog? the dog? Oh, man, you guys. What is happening? You guys remember the dog? New York and The boy Atlantic that got City kidnapped. Pretty close. His dog Lucky. Never mind. All right. <laughs> are you talking She's about so Homeward Lucky? Bound? No, not Homeward Bound. No, that Bound. movie's great. And that's Chance and Shadow. Yes. And then. And Sly all, all of those dogs <laughs> and cats died. There was like seven cats and five Lucky dogs. Lucky the dog. Yeah. Okay, I'm giving it a googs. The dudes, get, <laughs> the little boy gets kidnapped, and then the dog has to pretty is much. Is it real or animated? It's a real one. Fuck, what movie is that? We're not going to finish this troll thing <laughs> until we fa- find out. Lucky dog? Is it called <laughs> You Lucky guys dog? are on your, you're on your own on that one. Well, I it, this is definitely hitting... This is my computer because it's bringing up Lucky the Dog from the Marvel it's Cinematic David DeLuise. <laughs> Nobody knows. All right, fuck it. How so, I Saved the President? We we just spent like, wow, well, I don't know, five minutes looking up a thing. We're not going to find it. Anyways. <laughs> because you troll. just think, Lucky the Dog. You made this up. It, no, I mean like the dog. <laughs> We're still talking about it. I'm getting Benji. That's all I'm getting. It might be. I don't know what the fuck it was. Whatever. <laughs> Wasn't Benji like an English Voiced dog? I don't know. Because I don't think the dog had a voice. I just remember it jumping. You mean a real, the real life I don't dog think Benji has have a, a voice? voice either. No, I know. <laughs> Lady well, in the Tramp? <laughs> Air Bud? <laughs> it was kind of like... Uh, <laughs> All right, we need 90s to move movie. on. <laughs> anyway, the general. <laughs> so we're going to cut Go that the general and say something. five, ten minutes out. and uh, <laughs> The cat, general. Yeah, continue. He gets yeah. named. He gets named. He goes all the way to North Carolina, apparently. He so goes all the way to North Carolina to finally find the true protagonist of the, the movie. The true protagonist of this movie. Drew Barrymore. <laughs> so, like I said, from my introduction. A, nothing. We got Fuck nothing you. from you. We've been making do we got a great jokes joke. the whole time. <laughs> I make the best shitty joke of the night. I, I technically nothing. made it first. I'm gonna make I'm gonna have to listen to this back. Oh, I, <laughs> Rewind it. We talked about the... <laughs> I can't even say it. It's so stupid. <laughs> the general found its true purpose in this story. Okay. <laughs> the Drew protagonist the of Drew the film. Oh, <laughs> there you go. That's stupid. <laughs> That's stupid. All right. The Drew... Yeah. <laughs> 
Let me give you another one. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this is what this episode has become. I'm sorry, guys. I'll take a... <laughs> All the effort we put in for nothing, nothing was made for this moment. So Drew Barrymore... Again, another person who kind of <sighs> connects all the stories together because she is the mannequin and she is the She kind of drew the lines together in this story. Yeah. And she's <laughs> also connected to... She probably could she be was, connected to... She was Starfire at the Xavier Academy. To Sleepwalkers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, J- Jubilee. Jubilee was pointless. But then again, she's... Hey, she's not, not pointless really on pointless the 4th of July. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> she's not American. Well, I guess she is. Or I mean, she's, New Year's She doesn't have to be. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, and, and then Drew Barrymore What do you mean she's a, not American? What are you trying to say? I'm saying she's not this a real a me- American. <laughs> this is a melting pot, bro. Wait, which one? The comic one, is it? I know she's like Asian in the movie, but... Well, yeah, she's like Japanese or Korean. I want, oh, I forget exactly what, but... <laughs> Gold jacket, green jacket, who gives a shit? Yeah. Anyways, so she was also in Firestarter, so that kind of like connects that movie as well. Oh. And I think with the cats and the communication with the people, that could possibly be uh, Sleepwalkers. Well, anyway, yeah. so well, yeah, in the, the general, the, the, the song, the 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 every step you make, pretty much the stepping I'll on the on the ledge. You know, I'll be watching you. Pretty much what the Donati said, I'll be watching you. Or even the cat is watching for Drew Barrymore sure. or Sally Ann. That's her name in the the final one. So yeah, go ahead. Um, <laughs> I'm just I'm flabbergasted. Like that was so much. I'm proud of you. It wasn't really. <laughs> so first off. <laughs> Before we even see General, we see a POV of a heavy breathing, I guess, monster running towards the house. We don't know what it is. We don't know really much about it. It's hilarious, though. Yeah, very. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it kind of felt targeting because that's what I sound like when I run. But uh, <laughs> don't laugh. I can it's relate. Funny. Very sensitive. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> so the, so the general has this finally has gone off the rails. The general has finally found joke. Sally Ann. I, just, I don't have any more to give. Thing. I don't have any more to give. So anyway, so then we're introduced to the family. We're introduced to Sally and mom and dad. The dad, mom is staunch on like, no, don't do this. But the dad kind of wants to. Dad's reason. like, dad's more of you know what dads with little girls are. He's very like, oh, but come on, like we can have a cat. The mom's like, no, she'll eat the bird. She'll, she'll shit on the couch. She'll, she'll, hair's everywhere. Blah, blah, blah. Typical mom. So mom's like, cat stays outside. And, uh, but Drew Barrymore's like, oh, mom, I wouldn't. No, cat stays outside. Night goes by. Mom wakes up. Kid, cat hair's on your bed. Motherfucker. You, you fucking like, brat. You let him in. You let that bitch in. That's a telltale sign that she's going to be a little hoe. Right. And at this point, it starts I with a cat. Drew ends Barry, with dick. I don't think it goes that far. It does. Well, the dick okay, goes well, into the cat. Mm, no, start, starts with the cat. Window open for the cat. Window going to be open for that dick. Is that what? <laughs> yeah. Window open for that dick. So you're saying little girls who leave do- windows open for cats will also leave windows open for that dick? Dick. Hmm. 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 I feel like causation isn't correlation. 100%. Whatever. Look it up. Google that shit. Mm. Anyway, so. Studies. Sh- You're right. 
You're right. My, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Study show. That's true. But mom puts foot down. No more cat. Cat come again. Cat go to the shelter. Dad. Oh, honey. No, fuck you, dad. Laying the rule down. For the listeners, it's not entirely in this sort of language, but yeah. No, this is where it goes off the rails. This is where Stephen King gets the hard art. All right. Oh, no. We'll roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's that sense where mom is putting her foot down, telling the rest of the family that I don't think it's a good idea for General to, to be here. He's not our cat. Cats eat birds. Cats are animals. And about this time, you kind of get a flash to general out in the yard eating a bird. Yes. So you're kind of getting that he is a predator. Yeah, he still needs to eat. Right. Flash to that night where we kind of get introduced to our troll character. First scene where we see him. And (laughs) this is where I feel like this is why this is the most memorable section of the movie. Memorable. Memorable (laughs) section of the movie. Because we get to see what went from realistic section of the movie more fantasy to realistic like, yeah, section of the to movie a fucking troll. to a five-inch <laughs> fucking troll. Running around with bells on his head. In a knife doing like air guitar kicks in the air yeah, in celebration. That dude, was, that dude was Don Coke. It went, when I was young, fucking nightmare fuel. Watching as an adult, I'm like, holy shit, this is funny. Not in the good I, way. I, I do like the, the look. Like I've always had that affinity for like that rogue look. So so at a left field though. Yeah. Like this is where the drugs started to kick in. Like, like you could tell they this- were they were kicking in a little bit, and then all of a sudden it's like whoo, there they are. But the thing is that's weird because all these stories combined. I'm like the other stories re- reside in the same world as this. So it's right. like there's no trolls elsewhere. I mean, there's smoke yeah. coming out of people's ears and shit. But, right, right. Yeah. But Burr, the little troll crawls up, eats Polly, sets up General, leaves blood prints. Fucking bitch. General comes in, though, and defends Drew. Yeah. Because the troll is going to fucking steal her breath because that's what trolls do. Crawls that's up. kind of where it kind of goes back to like the dr- Dr. Sleep or the Shining type of thing. We're right. Kind of connected. Where? Knocks the troll away. Then we see the, the cat. Well, the mom pretty much. Captures the the cat during the day, traps him with some tuna, puts a little box over, jostles about, and then acted like, a, like it was the heaviest cat ever when she like pulled it out. Like yeah. I get it, it was windy or whatever, and that might affect the box, but that she's like, Ugh. yeah. Then we see she takes it to the pound, and then kind of grazes up, and then you see like the black smoke, and you know what the black smoke means. No, I, know, I was like, that's morbid as fuck. It <laughs> means no new pope has been no elected. New, no the, new pope has the been thing, elected. The thing there about the shelter. The shelter was established in 1939, but what's significant about 1939, Mr. Everything Significant? That's when Stellan Skarsgård was born when he played the troll. Oh, God. (laughs) No, it's when Hubie Marston from Salem's Lot was born. Oh. Oh, Hubie? Hubie Marston's. Well, we see the cat sitting on cell block nine awaiting next. <laughs> Fucking nothing. Like for, you're as nothing. far as you're digging, one of the one of the most important people in in Stephen King verse, and you're like, whatever. It wasn't a scars guard. It was. <laughs> God, I'm turning into fucking Jeremy. All right. So yeah, the cat sitting on cell block nine awaiting his execution <laughs> for his crimes. And he was like, Hey God, you gotta let me out of here. I'm innocent. And like he's 
begging and pleading with him. He's like, I didn't do it. And then when the guard comes back, the general does this little sleepy prisoner routine and busts out of his hideout. Like, I ain't got none. So like, that that's fucking zero yeah. to 60 instantly. He's like, no, I'm just going to play this one. And but, boom, gone. Cut back to the house where. Rainy, stormy, rainy night. Stormy, rainy night. Mom and dad are laying in bed where mom's reading what? The Pet Cemetery. She is. Yes. Another, another Stephen King nod reading Pet Cemetery. Dad's in bed being all mopey. And then he's like, it's cuddle time. And mom gets all Like a happy. cuddle struggle? Yeah. Oh. Cuddle. Oh, yeah. Cuddle sandwich. Giggity, giggity. Flashback to the room where Troll makes his little hole open and he comes out and he's about to steal that breath. Oh, yeah. He's coming for that breath. Coming for that, that breath. He's got to get up there too. Oh, you got to hear the. Like, he's very clumsy as well. Yeah. His little ring-a-ding. His his bells on his little jester hat looking. But also, why is the fireplace in the daughter's room? I I thought that was kind of weird. Yeah, that's an interesting. There's lots house, of fireplaces so. in fancy houses. But why why in, in the North in kids' room? North Carolina. I feel like you wouldn't do that. If you loved your kid, you'd put a fireplace in their room. Shows <laughs> what kind of parent you are. I guess. Yeah, dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, my kid doesn't have a fireplace in their room either. Huh. Guest room has a fireplace in it. Nuh-uh. Uh-huh. Nuh-uh. It does. Oh, okay. But anyway, getting that breath sucked, and all of a sudden, our hero shows up. He's like, fuck your shit. Yeah. He knocks something in front of the troll hole. Can't get away. Yeah, was it like a book or something? A yeah, yeah, book some, or picture or something. Something, like something fell in front of it. Blocked its path. Mm-hmm. And then the epic battle fight was on. That's when we get another that version. That fight was super entertaining, by yeah. the way. We get another version of Every Breath You Take. Mm-hmm. But we got it sped up in this one. And it was this one. <laughs> Never mind. It didn't work. This <laughs> sped up version of it, which coincidentally, that is one of the reasons why I love a lot of punk covers. Is because that sped up version that just proves that you can take any t- song and up the tempo of it, and it will still sound good. You got any of that other fresh shit we could spin? Wicka, 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 wicka. Then he's flown off into the fan. That <laughs> <laughs> was a record scratch. Oh, he fell off. Oh, the record yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thrown into the fan. About that time, mom and dad are able to kick the door open and see the anarchy. All mom cares about that damn cat's back. Like, motherfucker. And dad sees the little knife. Yep. And he's like, this would go with my G.I. Joe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking He-Man's got new swords. Sweet. Well, earlier in the in this little story, the dad is kind of, he, he stumbles across. He's on board. Yeah. He stumbles across General when he was taking out the trash and he noticed the General has a little cut on it. And he's kind of questioning, like. How did he get the cut? And the mom pretty much said, like, the bird got a... Polly got one oh, good yeah, pecking. Yeah. stupid joke. He's yeah. like, I didn't realize he had that big of a pecker. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, wah, wah. It's like, <laughs> go to work. You're going to be late. Go to work, you, you horny old man. Stop it. Stop it. You just stop it. But, yeah. No, again, and that that's pretty much closes that up. That's where the ending where General scars down a fish and then goes up and, like, licks... Still less awkward than watching Justin make out in Shadow's Edge. It wasn't that bad. It's probably on the same level of like a Dutch oven or a Stephen Cleveland. Stephen. Stupid. Cleveland Stephen. Stephen Kingland. All right. Justin, start with this one. What's your review on it? Because this one was my favorite one, I'm going to have to put it a little bit higher. I liked how they did the 
little troll to real world, you know, the overlay of, I, I don't even know if they did like green screen. That's or why I was talking about the green screen when I commented when we were watching, because like you can tell the troll is like going up to a green screen, but I mean, it's 1985. Yeah. So it was really well done. And they're just covering like the mouth at like yeah, the blanket yeah, yeah, level yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, again, because I liked it so much growing up, I will vote this one a little bit higher than my other ones. I will give this one an eight. Didn't you give the last one an eight? Oh, 7.5. 7. I'm going to go. This is my second favorite. Obviously, if I said the third one was the worst and the last one was the favorite. I was entertained throughout this whole segment. Section, segment, segment, segment. Anyway, it was entertaining. I enjoyed the troll. I enjoyed the mom was probably the most annoying part about this. Yeah. This one, she was kind of a bitch. I don't like it as much as the second one, so I'm going to give it a seven. I'm even going to rate it lower than you, John. Um, Just because it wasn't my least favorite. The first one was still my least favorite, but this one has definitely lost a little bit of its charm for me. There was a little bit of campiness to it I did love, though. Yeah, but I I would give this a 6.5. So, boys, that was... Seven, seven and a half. Yeah, so that was... Cat's Eye. Cat's Up. First anthology movie. The fun one. It was definitely, uh, like I said, it was definitely entertained throughout. Is we it the forget- best thing ever? No. No. Not we did forget one. Uh, well, James Woods in the first one, he was reading the- we Already talked about him. 83, The Dead Zone. When, uh, oh, he's yeah, like, he's watching he, was watching, he was watching on TV. And he's yeah. like, who yeah. writes this shit? Who's, who yeah. writes this crap? Yeah. Uh-huh. I did like that joke too. I do like when Stephen King writes himself as like the- I, they did the same thing again in like it chapter one, I believe it was when he went to go get his bike. And we should review it. it. We should, but he's not going to be here. Not that it's going to matter. No, <laughs> fuck it. We should lie to him because he doesn't listen to these episodes. We no. should say we're covering the original it and then actually make it the right the Stephen King's it. One. So this movie was nominated for two awards: best film for Louis Teague and best starring performance for Drew Barrymore as well. In what awards? Yes. Like it was obviously not like an Oscar or anything. Uh, it was just nominations. It didn't. They didn't win, so it doesn't matter. Fair enough. So, I guess. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so it was kind of pointless to even say something about that. But uh, <laughs> still yeah. good on it, though. Yeah. yeah congrats on doing right. your thing. Good effort. Good effort. <laughs> um, it's uh, the International Fantasy Film Award, and oh, the Young Artist Awards, and the Fanta Sporta. Fanta. Award. Fanta. In 1987. So, yeah. Good on it for at least getting acknowledgement from somebody besides us. <laughs> so, I do want to read a favorite, least favorite here. Yeah, favorite, least favorite. Yes. So, and this, I'm just pulling the first one here off of the internet movie database. He's like, seriously, King must have had writer's block. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, although the log line says three tails are linked by a cat, this is in fact not true. There is no link. The cat simply walks out of a segment and into the next but it could have been any cat. There's nothing significant about that cat. It's like, well, then you probably didn't catch the... Yeah, the beginning. Yeah, the cat is trying to the find this girl. The cat has walked almost 700 miles. I did the math, by the way. That's almost that's, longer than a Proclaimer song. That's a lot. <laughs> that's way longer See, than See, you're a- funny when you want to be. Why? That's two good jokes today. I did like the Pope joke as well. That was a good joke. No, like, there it goes. Okay. <laughs> oh, I see. He's he's getting cocky now with double rim shots. Oh, <laughs> double rim shots. Jobs? What? Uh, yes. Yeah. Although the log line says, okay, whatever. Interesting <laughs> note. 
how the dog in the beginning of the movie looks exactly like the rabid dog in Cujo, almost as if it was the shot at the same time. Same director as well. The first like segment it was on purpose. Is an oh, absurd almost idea. Almost like a fucking Easter egg. This is what they. This is how. When was this review made? By the way, this is 2020, August 2020. Jesus, you would think that he would be aware of Easter eggs yeah. in movies by this point. Fucking it happens all the fucking time. Paul Clay Clayson. Paul Clayson. Oh my god. Like, gosh. we're even going to start doing it with unemployed, too. Like, <laughs> the first so, segment like, is an absurd idea about quitting smoking. Oh, come on. This was total crap about a guy <laughs> going to a company to help him stop smoking. This company, however, is a sadistic and evil. Nothing. I. It says read more. I'm not even going to go into no, this. No. This dude didn't yeah, really watch it. Yeah. I like this one. One out of 10. Stephen King slash overrated dummy. <laughs> huh. <laughs> All right. What would you boys change about it? Uh, well, because there wasn't really much that we could go back to change around the time. CGI was kind of a little shocky. The Some of the acting was a little bit, eh. Yeah. The, I think the stories were, I don't want to say strong, but they were solid. They were rounded. Yeah, they yeah. were very good. I think it could shorts. have had more smoking. Oh. <laughs> Like kids smoking? Yeah, and a little bit more kids smoking. Yeah, we need, we need Drew Barrymore to smoke. We only got like... <laughs> she really could have sold the smoking she, more. Yeah. Two seconds of a midget and that was about it. The uh, <laughs> I don't know if you said the Rotten Tomatoes score, did you? I did not. 70 for critics and 50 for viewers. So it's split. Kind yeah. of. On so par. But pretty, yeah, not terrible. What if about it, you? If anybody wants to watch this too, you can, you can rent it on Prime. I rented it on Voodoo, but it was in slow motion apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or you could come over to my house. I have it on uh, DVD. I have the VHS copy. Just kidding, I don't. Were, were um, you going to change something about it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I just just the smoking. Question. Huh. Yeah, okay. Just the smoking. More smoking. Everybody wants more smoking? Hey, just, None of the smokers. Yeah, in this. Like I said, it's a fun watch. Yeah. I don't know if I would change anything per se. I don't know what could make it better. Yeah. The writing, like I said earlier on, the writing it's technique as far acting, as... Yeah. Putting highlights to certain things, like I like to find those those Easter eggs here and there. And right. these ones are very obvious. That if you know, you know. You're like, oh, you, should, you know, like if you're a fan of Stephen King's writing, a lot of more Kresner. Uh, that's what I do. Uh, <laughs> He'd be in all three like Kresner versus Donati. He would be the troll. Actually. Yeah, Donati takes Kresner. He would be. It would be. It'd be fucking Church versus Kresner in every scene. Every scene. Man. He is the cigarette. You pull him out of the back. And Dick Morrison's getting so stressed out, he just keeps smoking. <laughs> so I'm watching you. So I will be taking the movie for next one. This is going to be a movie I have not seen. Um, I think I might uh, miss this next time. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm going to be. Depends on what it is. I haven't seen this, but I know oh, it's okay. It's based off of a true story. I like that we, 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 when we do that. Yes. So it's based off of a true story. This is going to be 2012's Compliance. It's going to be starring Dreamer Walker. I will warn you that this will come with a caveat that you are not supposed to feel good after it. So rank it for Ooh. what it does with you. Um, Director Craig Zambul, Zambel? Zobel? Sure. We'll, we'll go with yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did a whopping $592,000 at the box office. It's got a 2.8. Oh, wow. I don't know that this is. <laughs> wait, right, wait, here we go. <laughs> I'm excited, actually. Is this on something? It is on Prime Video. Okay, yeah, you did say that. Yes, but uh, 
yeah, I will leave most everything else because I haven't watched this. Again, I recall the storyline that it was based on. There was a news article I remember reading uh, a few years back. Yes, it's on. And some people have reviewed this. It was like, holy crap, that's <clears throat> that's a really fucked up situation. So um, interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna add it to my list now. So I'm gonna. It's got four stars on Amazon though. The ratings are all over the place depending on where you go. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I mean, think it kind of depends gonna on. Be, I feel like this is gonna be a good one, dude. First. First review of the first comment is, I lasted less than halfway through this thing. So why are you a comment? All right. What are they talking about? I don't know. That was just the first line of the first review. (laughs) I mean. How can people be such idiots? 50% of people on Amazon gave it a a five star. I kind of wonder about certain people's ratings. Like Jeremy rates things really weird. Like you remember the at the drive-thru rating where he took a point off because the dude you know, yeah, he it, does take points. He off lost because in real life it was, it was a documentary, but the guy lost his child. They had a, a miscarry. I'm like, why did you? You kind of punished them for that, then, you know? <laughs> but right. we'll see what he does with this one, Jeremy. Uh, compliance, compliance. We're, we're asking Comply for compliance. compliance. It's only one hour and thirty minutes. Yep, ninety minutes. Ninety minutes of awesomeness. All right. Yeah. Well, Lonnie. Take Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Boundless Podcast Movie Review. You can catch these on Mondays on our on our Facebook. You can see the links. Or you can listen to us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to listen to some other episodes, you can check us out on Spotify. Also, check out the Boundless Podcast Podcast, where we talk about everything we can come up with. And if you would like to see us get copyright infringed, this is John Marshall. Damn it, John. Where we'll be okay, watching. You play you. up to 10 seconds. <laughs> anyways. That's, I'll be missing you. I just want to play the different version of Anyways, this will be this episode will be on after Christmas, after Hanukkah. Is it uh, Happy Hanukkah today? Uh, that start tomorrow. Today? Oh, tomorrow, the 19th. We recorded Sorry, this on the calendars on off. the 18th. It's okay. <laughs> um but I hope everybody had a great holiday. I hope everyone had a great Hanukkah, Christmaka, or whatever the fuck you call it. Uh, Have a safe 2023. Peace. We love you. Goodbye. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This concludes our broadcast day. Click.